yeah, so sorry I'm not around right now, but Tommy and Eddie have the Professionally Questionable podcast in very good hands. In the meantime, from the road, I just want to shout out all of our sponsors, especially Carol and Manchester Inklink, Brian Lawrence, uh, Brian Lawrence Properties, The Red Arrow, Brady Sullivan Properties, and anyone else who's had a hand in starting our, pro- our podcast and getting it off the ground. Thank you, everyone. We know that the podcast is now in good hands because of your support and your help. And, you know, hopefully I'll be back soon. But expect some content from out on the road. We got some wild guests lined up for this summer. So be there. Check in. It's going to be a great time. So without further ado, thank you. And here's this episode. Professionally questionable, over and out. You think you're some sort of some sort of philosopher, some sort of question asker. You think you're professionally questionable, don't you? Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again. Professionally questionable, April 16th. I don't even know what episode we're on now. We're going to be posting them all. We're still in the in the beginning stockpiling stages. And today we are going to be having Nathan Hode. I hope that's how you pronounce his last name. Hode, uh, Hode, something like that. Um, he is a he goes to SNU right now, graduating this year, and he makes music. He is a musician. I don't know the exact genre, and we'll talk to him about this. I don't know the exact genre of what music it is, whether it's like pop rap you know what i'm saying dwards yeah yeah i would say like lo-fi rap lo-fi rap is that even a is that that's a thing yeah i think so all right all right uh ladies and gentlemen we're joined here today with nathan hode is it hode hood okay because i was pronouncing it wrong when i was no you're good literally everybody pronounces it wrong nathan hood hood yeah Okay, Nate, Nate, or you like the Nathan? Whatever you want. You can say Nate, right, Nathan. All right, perfect. And then we're joined also by his buddy and my business partner, Shane Brady. Hello. <laughs> and we already, we already talked about Brady Sullivan Properties. We already gave him a big shout out for letting us record in here. Um, so let's get into it. Nathan. Yes. Nate, what's, I want to know the, the, you know, you're into music. Yeah. First of all, let's let's just get down to the dirty. What's the genre? Because me and Eddie were talking about it. Is it is it rap? Is it pop? Is it? So this one's a tough one, and I, I can't give my like, I can't. It's it's hard for me to give myself a genre because I just like, I feel like some artists will will go in and be like, hey, I'm a country artist, and they'll do country. But it's just like, I kind of just make like whatever I feel. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I feel like a lot of it's hip hop, pop. People say that's mostly what it is, but yeah. it's just like I said, it's where I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so growing up, you know, where are you from? What's, uh, what was your life like kind of from a young age? What was your kind of backstory? So I grew up in Lowell, Massachusetts, um, until I was about, I think 11. And then I moved, uh, to Drake at Mass. So like Lowell was, Lowell a city. Um, uh, I don't really, it was like, I would say a normal life. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to private school. Catholic? Catholic school, yep. Uh-huh. Yep, all my life. Um, even high school, and then I came to Southern New Hampshire. So what kind of inspired you to go down that songwriter-musician route? Like, from your backstory. Like, yeah, when yeah. you were a kid, obviously, like, you mm-hmm. don't really know what you want to do. So, but. yeah, it wasn't really, like... So music has never been, like, a big thing in my family, like, in past or whatever, but 
my dad was like the first one that like ever got into music. So he started playing like when he was in college, he was in a few bands, like he played, he plays piano and guitar. So he did that like a lot. Um, and then it was just like, when I was a kid, I was just really into music. I was like really into like EDM and like electronic music. That's like what I loved as a kid. So I, um, I was just like wondering one day, I was like, like, I like this so much, like it would be dope if I could make it. But like in my head, I just never even thought it was possible. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Can't do it. Yeah. Then uh, I was talking to my dad about it one time. I was in the car ride with him. I'm like, I would love to like produce music. And he's like, you should look into it. And I'm like, oh shit, I can look into it. So I Google it. Uh, I like looked up the, they call them DAWs. I forget what it's called, but it's like, those are the softwares you make music with. I was looking up top five DAWs, which is the best one. Picked out the best one. And then I like looked up how to get it, how much it is. And then I, I started using one called uh, FL Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, I miss, I mostly started making beats first. Like I started, I started making music 2014. Okay. So what age were you then? 13. Okay. So I started right then. Um, and I was just making beats and like, obviously it was like really shit. Please bring back one of the old beats just for later on. (laughs) (laughs) I would would love to hear it. It's bad. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I started making beats and it was like, I probably made beats for like, four years without even like considering like singing or rapping or anything like that and my friend my friend one day is just like you should do it and I'm like I don't know I probably sound stupid but he like he like somehow convinced me and like the first song I ever recorded was ghost written by him from like a personal experience he had with a girl and he's like I would love for you to record this because he was like tone deaf he couldn't do shit Uh so I'm like okay I guess I guess I'll try it out and then I did it and I was like that was pretty fun. And was it like you set up a little studio in your bedroom? and? So I was like, at this time, I was like really into gaming and stuff like that. So I already had like a mic like this. Uh-huh. So I was like, it wasn't, it was, wasn't a good mic, but it was a condenser microphone, like cheap one. Yeah. Um, and I figured out like how auto-tune works and all that stuff and like messed around with my voice for a while. And then, yeah, I just sat down and did that for him. I was like, oh, it was pretty fun. So then I kept messing around for a while. Um, and obviously that takes a long time to like figure out your sound, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And because of my experience, it's like, I was a producer first. So the beats I got down, the beats I got down, and I was, I was like really happy and set at that point which, with what I was making. But it was like, it was hard for me to like, there's been multiple times where I like, I have this hard ass beat and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and hop on this. And then I'm just like, I just destroyed this shit. Like it's fucking garbage now. Uh, <laughs> you know and I mean? are you, do you still make your own beats to this day? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's something that I feel like separates me from other people, I guess, where it's like, I don't. Every, everything I've released and dropped, besides one collab EP, it was like a four-song EP, everything else has been produced by me completely. And it's like, it's not something that I need to do, you know what I mean? There's been multiple people that hit me up and they're like, you know, I'll give you free beats or whatever, and they're, they're good beats. But it's just like, I like the creativity of being able to go in and like tailor it around like what I want, my vision, stuff like that. Uh, and starting this pretty young, when you, you know, when you first... <clears throat> kind of start like singing and trying to test out the mics and stuff yeah. was there like uh were you the kind of kid where you were like right away like oh i want to show my friends this or were you kind of nervous you oh no i wasn't showing it I, I showed like two friends for like a few years what i was doing uh-huh. but i was like no it wasn't something to brag about like i said i brag about my beats i, I played friends beats at the high school and stuff like that they don't like i sold them a little bit because they want to buy them make like diss tracks on their friends and shit like that yeah yeah but it wasn't something that i was like open about for a while just because i wasn't comfortable with it and it's like you can kind of like, when I make something, I can kind of tell if it's good or not. But like at the same time, you don't know if it's good or not because I'll have times where, like a lot of times, I'll drop an album and I'll put a song on there. I was like, eh, it's not my favorite, but it'll, it fits the album. I and see. then, 
Yeah. So I was good. listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> but then it'll, it'll be like, that's the favorite one on the album. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I didn't really think that was like a good one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was like the dud on the track, the dud on the project or whatever. So, uh, and then, so going through high school, so you go through high school <coughs> and you're doing the beats and you're working on the music and stuff. When was the first time where you find like fully sat down, put an album together, an EP, whatever, and dropped it? So it would probably be like, I would say 2016-ish was when I started releasing stuff anywhere, and I was only releasing it on SoundCloud. And like I said, because I started with like the EDM shit, what I was releasing was like you know, like house remixes of songs. So okay, I, were, you, were you promoting this or no? A little bit. You know, I put on my story, be like, you know, friends, check this out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they'd just be like remixes of songs. I'd take like the acapellas off of YouTube and then like make the uh, the beat around it or whatever. I was doing that for a little bit. And then my first ever, so it was last month of my senior year in high school, I I put together a project and it was my like, kind of like my, uh, my saying goodbye to like the EDM because I was kind of done with it and I was making a lot more rap stuff uh, after that. And that was the first album. It was called uh, Hoodie Cup, the album. I took it off platforms because, like, it doesn't really fit anything anymore, like my, my brand or whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was 12 songs. Um, most of it was just instrumental, like uh, electronic stuff. And there was one song that I had um, a girl sing on. And then I put, there was one song on there that I actually recorded uh, my lyrics for. And, like, like I said, at this time, only a few friends knew I even did it. So I put it on there. I didn't even put like anything saying. I put um, featuring anonymous because I thought it'd be like, oh, it's cool. People are gonna wonder who it is, and it was, it was me. But it was that song is dog shit. I, I don't like that song. That song's gone too. But. Did kids at the school were they talking about it at all? It was it was weird because everybody. I would say from like beginning of junior year to the end of senior year, it became more more known that like I make music. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I never really did anything but SoundCloud. So everybody's saying, oh, he's a SoundCloud rapper or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was like, especially at the time, it was so uncommon for, like, people thought it was impossible, like, a kid to get their music on, like, Apple Music and Spotify just like that. Yeah. They're like, what is going on? So it's like, it's that, like, sense of legitimacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people would look at it and be like, oh, shit, like, he's doing this for real. He's not just messing around. Yeah. So even though it wasn't, like, anything good, obviously I thought it was good at the time, but it was... It was definitely that that point where everybody's like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, uh-huh. a lot of people like reacted to it differently. And then now, let's fast forward. You get you go to Southern New Hampshire <coughs> University. What made you decide that you wanted to go to college in general? Was it a parent parental thing where they were like, "You gotta go"? So my idea was like, I always wanted to go. I always wanted like my long term goal is just to be making music because you know it's just what I want to do. Um, so I first went. To I applied to UMass Lowell, which has a really good uh, music program, but it's also really competitive. And um, it's really weird how they do it because they have a music production like major there. Mm-hmm. But because the the school of business area is so um, competitive, there's like a bunch of things you have to go through to get in. And one of them is like um, you have to perform an instrument, which I did play drums when I was younger, but I was like, if I'm going for music production, why would I have to? do an instrument like that makes no sense yeah so you had to do like a whole recital and like judges would have to like like score you and shit like that just to get into the just to get in yeah yeah that's why <clears throat> really it's really competitive so my other option and i was talking to my dad about this is like at that point i was like okay i think i'm i'm comfortable in you know everything's on youtube now and then not like now so everything i need to know i can figure out you know what i mean yeah. in terms of how to do things 
and at that point I, I like knew most things I needed to know. So it was kind of that thought process of like, okay, I know the music stuff. I don't know the business stuff. If I'm going into the music industry, the business stuff would probably be good to know. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do business. That'll give me like a good background on how the music industry works and stuff like that. So that'll help me out in the long run and then I'll keep doing music the whole time. Uh-huh. Sure. So is your, is your goal right now, is it, I'm, and I'm kind of jumping ahead, but right mm-hmm. now is it keep producing your own music, produce other people's music? Um, I definitely focus on myself yeah. mostly. It's just, it's really tedious doing it for other people. Um, Everyone it, has their own kind of niche that yeah, they want. Yeah, it is fun. Like I've, I've worked with like a few um, friends that like wanted to do music and stuff in, in college like a few years ago. And it's, it's really fun working with other people, but it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's throwing me and the boys on a few beats before. That, that is true. <laughs> songs a little about Boca Raton. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a good time. It's fun. Yeah. So when, when you're recording now, in general, when you're doing, you know, you, you dropped your album. I was listening to the newest one. Mm-hmm. Um, Gravity was my favorite song, by the way. Mm. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, I really um, like that one. Are you recording that in your dorm? Uh, that one, or in general, the album, where was it recorded most? So I think, I think most of that was, it's hard to, it's hard to recall because like when you drop an album, it's like some of those songs I made two months ago, some of those songs I made a year ago, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, sure. that's, that's like when I started them at least, but I basically, I have like, I have my home set up and then I have my college set up. So it's like wherever I am, I can make music mm-hmm. and, um, it doesn't really matter like like the equipment works the same, you know, everything sounds the same. So I do, yeah, probably wherever I am, I record music. Um, mm-hmm. So I would say most of that album was probably recorded at my dorm, yeah. Uh-huh. In, in college now, when you get there and you, do you make it a known, known right away that you make music? Uh, I'm not like, I, I should be better at that. I'm not like the one who's like, goes all out and just says like, hey, make music, like look me up or whatever. I probably should do that because it would help me out, but um, people figure it out on their own, and I kind of yeah. think that's, like, honestly, like, more rewarding if I don't say anything and people just come up to me. Like, that ha- happens a bunch of times where it was, like, there was a specific class last semester where I didn't know anybody in the class. It was, like, second second day of this class, and some dude just comes up to me when we're leaving class. He's like, hey, you're the dude on Spotify. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was listening to your shit the other day. I was like, oh, it's like, I don't even know this guy's name, and he's, like, saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to touch in. This is such a good one. It cracks me up, but so... He's in this class, and um, you just got to touch on basically what happened in your music class with, like, making the video and actually making the song compared to everything. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good so, so there's no, like, there's no good music uh, program or any classes at Southern Hampshire except for, like, one. It's just digital music, which is the most basic-ass shit you Do could you ever learn. Do you all this stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's so, so, <laughs> so I'm at the end. I All I need is electives this semester, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to do this, right? Yeah. Be easy, A. Um, the professor in this class is hilarious, um, but he, like I said, it's the most basic stuff. Like, this is the stuff I learned when I was 14, like, the first week that I started making music. So, um, I was just, like, um, it was, like, we do the simple assignments, whatever, you know, you do the little, little tiny, like, songs that all sound like garbage. And I was just, like, I could go all out, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I need to do, right? I'm just gonna do the standard, do, do whatever the assignment keep is. Keep it easy, keep it yeah, simple, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wasn't then, like pushing out that yeah. he's making music in this class yet, and like the professor yeah. knew. But and like, like I said, I don't go around telling people, I didn't tell the professor any of my background or anything like that. There's uh-huh. like, there's my friend and one kid in that class that knew I made music, but it was like all under wraps, nobody knew. And our final project was to make a full two minute song with lyrics, with a music video. And I was like, Oh shit, we could we could go all out for this. Uh-huh. So, so I like 
like I said, followed all the basic ass assignments until that last one. And then when you make the music video in that class, uh, everybody watches it. So last week was the day where we presented them all. And everybody's is like, like I said, really shitty music. And their music video is like a vertical video of like sunsets on campus and shit. And then they get to mine and it's me and my friend like actually performing a punk rock song. We did a whole music video for it and everything. That's awesome. It was was a little awkward because everybody was like... You could definitely tell the mentality of the class was like, oh, this dude's fucking showing off, you know what I mean? But All there is just went to B's and C's because this kid. It was so funny. Tell though. me you so got an A-plus on it. Uh, he didn't even grade it yet, I don't think. No, oh, really? Grade it, oh, this no. was recently? Yeah, it was literally last week. Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, just touching kind of back on your, like, your songs. So, like, obviously you have a bunch of music out, mm-hmm. um, lots of albums. And how do you find, like, inspiration to write your songs? Do you find that, like... It's more coming from your life, other people's lives. Like, um, I would say it's a mix of both. The way I kind of look at it is like I, I say this all the time: is like music is like, uh, like my journal is my music basically. So it's like anything that somebody write down in their journal is what I'm writing about basically. Yeah, yeah. So it could be personal things, but it's also like you you kind of have to tailor your music too to like, um, you know, like get with the audience a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you Absolutely. want you want them to be impacted as well as it impacting you. Sure. Makes me makes me want to tear up a little. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, some of them are deep. Some of them are bops. Some the, of them... the guardian angel with the even the music video mm. with it. That was a good song. Yeah, I like yeah, that. yeah that, that's one of the favorites. Too. I'm curious too. Like, was there an inspiration directly for that, or no? Or guardian angel? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had any family situation or anything. Or not not really not specific. No, more general things. But. Yeah. I remember me. It made me think about like you know past grandparents and yeah. stuff and stuff like that. It was, it was cool. I liked. That's it the other thing too is I don't want to make songs too obvious about what they're about because I want the audience to like have it relate to their own their sure, own experiences. Their own, yeah. Which is definitely did for me. Yeah. They kind of like, that might kill the vibe if I say it's about some very specific experience with mine, and then the audience knows that and they don't really relate to it anymore. I I find it's a. <coughs> any music in general it's like the core value of it mm. is when you listen to us you you have your favorite songs because they remind you of a time in your past life or they you know yep. they, they remind you of something positive or relate mm. to you in some sort of way and it, yeah it's, it's one of those things like uh I, I don't know it's 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 that's what makes a, a good song for me is one that i can relate to and mm. it makes me feel a certain way you know what i'm saying yeah so I'll have songs like that, and then there's obviously the songs where it's just like I'm just messing around. Like, for example, Ice Tea was like that was like literally the Monday after a weekend, and all we were drinking was Twisted Teas, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a song about it real quick. I'm sipping iced tea, and that's how the song starts. Uh, <laughs> so, that's fine. You got you got to mention too at the start of the song if you listen close. Yeah, I just pop a can in the mic. It's a little sample. Just. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the best part. It's so hard to parties when you got like a speaker on and you just hear the crack start out. I'm like, it's just a perfect song, yeah. in my opinion. I, Eddie, you gotta also tell me when you want to like chime in because I'm just gonna keep rolling. No, you're good. I'll I'll speak over you if need be. All right, yeah, he's the quiet one. Um, what was I gonna say? So, did you find in general like, and this is just a basic question, did you find like college benefited you? Um, in terms of like, it's weird. It's like one of those things where. It's not really obvious how it affects you before you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So people say, you know, obviously older people are like, yeah, you got to go to college. It's, it's a must. Um, but I feel like you don't really know how impactful it is for you until you go through it. Mm-hmm. I would say definitely like the social aspect and just being here for four years, meeting people, that, like that's incredible. Yeah. And like I wouldn't replace that um, in terms of like it helping me in my career. There's obviously a lot of opportunities, especially now, and that's continuing to grow without college. Yeah. 
Um, but I would say I really do like what I learned and stuff like that. And it's definitely like, I'm glad I picked a college that's like not expensive or whatever. Obviously, I'm still gonna have to pay off some debt, but it's like it could be a lot worse. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's good to just have on their belt because I don't know what my future is gonna be like. So it could be helpful, definitely. Yeah, to have that kind of, you know, always knowing, you know, you can now you can push that whatever you your music whatever, and you'll always have that just in case. Yeah, exactly. Happens. Yeah, no, I like that. Kind of a just talking about your songs. Yeah. Do you find yourself you write the song first, or do you write your like track first and then you'll write the lyrics. Yes, yeah, so this is this is good. Um people people have asked this a little bit. Um because I'm a producer first or like I did producing first, I'll sit down one day and I'll make like seven beats and then I'll like but like I won't record for those seven beats cuz a lot of the beats I make they don't really like they're not like tailored to like my my style I guess you could say cuz I make beats of whatever whatever the fuck I want. Um so I would say for like for every 10 beats I make I record on one. Wow. And like I said, the, the making the beat is always comes first for me. So it's like I got to kind of envision what it'd be like beforehand. Mm-hmm. And like the writing obviously comes after uh, I make the beat too. I'll just listen to the beat and write to it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you making beats every single day? Pretty much. Unless I'm busy. If, I, if I'm just chilling next to my computer, I'm probably making music, yeah. So this is, ex- this is your more than a hobby this is just this is oh, your yeah. favorite thing to do oh yeah like even if i wasn't trying to do this for a living or anything it would definitely be something that i wouldn't ever stop uh-huh because I've, I've like in high school like there's been kids who like try to get into music and they all they all quit at some point and i'm like in my head i'm like how could you even do that like i don't even know how that's possible you know what i mean it's just something that's like so ingrained into like who i am yeah you're one of those people where you know no matter what it doesn't matter if you know whatever happens you'll always still be doing it because mm-hmm. it just is fun and it's yeah. what it gives you enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. You're you're coming out of college now. Mm-hmm. You're what are your next steps in in general, kind of? And I don't mean to to jump forward, but what are your steps, kind of your music that's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, where do you want to take? Whether it's the music, whether it's with your business degree, right? You have the business. Yep. Where do you want to uh, go? Uh, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to like. Obviously, I just want to keep pushing my music. You know, try and get a bigger audience. Um, it's definitely like since freshman year of college, it's definitely grown a decent amount. Um, and like, I do make money off of it, but it's like nothing, it's not livable at all. So it's, it's one of those things where I kind of have to, yeah, I, I do have to like figure out how to make money and how to keep myself going. And especially like in the industry, like money definitely helps with the music, you know, putting money in. So that's definitely something that, um, I have to do, but I've been making like a lot of big projects and albums and I'm like, it, it is definitely draining to like sit on a project and work on it for like a year and a half or whatever. So I think I'm just going to do like a run of like singles, um, uh-huh. just drop on like one every three weeks or something like that, especially for the summer. Cause everybody likes the summer songs. Do you like to do singles with a music video or generally? Yeah, it is. It is hard to like bang on a music video a lot cause it takes a lot of work. And I was like, I don't want to do just like, I made a lot of music videos and I don't want to do like performance ones anymore. Just like strictly performance. I kind of just want to like, I really like the idea of like having like having the video elevate the actual song, so like putting a story behind it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, me and my buddy have been. It's like me and my one friend have made the music videos the whole time. We started off with like a really shitty Canon camera from like 2012 when we started making it. Like it didn't even have autofocus. Like if I'm like like if he's holding the camera here, he can't get closer to me because I'll get all blurry and shit. So you have to go side to side or whatever. Um, But yeah, I upgraded all that stuff and he's like really good at it. I got a gimbal or whatever. He's like a pro now. But like, 
I've seen him grow in terms of directing and I've also seen like me grow with the music. So it's really cool to see that like contrast with the two of us. Uh When you, when you initially (laughs) dropped kind of your first music and stuff, whether Mm -hmm. it was in college or whatever, like albums that you were, you know, not just having more instrumentals, but more vocals on them as well. Yeah. What, What did your parents think of it at first? Uh, my dad has always been really supportive just because he, like like I said, he's like the music guy, right? And yeah, pretty much all my family like really likes it and they're all playing it all the time. Whatever. Are they? Yeah. In the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. it's cool to see too because like obviously all the people around me, my friends, my family have always been very supportive. But because my music keeps getting better every single time, they get more and more supportive and they're playing it more and more. And it's like it's cool to see because at the time when I was dropped like let's say my first album, that's the best music I've ever made, and that's the best music everybody else has seen me make. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "This is incredible," but it just keeps getting more and more incredible. And it's like, dude, like that's that's just crazy to me, like that whole concept because it's weird. Like, and it's one of those things where, it, it, not that it's tangible, but you can, you know, hear even the differences. I was listening to, I listened to one from like. <coughs> a couple of years ago, one of your music videos or whatever. Yeah. And it sounded completely different than how you sound now. And even just style wise yeah. and all that, it's kind of cool, especially with, with any musician, when you're listening to it, go back in their albums and see how they've kind of changed over time. Yeah. The biggest thing for me is definitely like the confidence too. Cause like when I first started, I was like super uncomfortable doing it. Like I was recording this stuff in my bedroom and my, my sister's room is right next to me. And my parents are right down the hallway. And I'm like, dude, I'm like whispering to that mic. Like it was like awkward as hell. But like as soon as like they got used to it and I got used to it, like it definitely helped. But like you can tell in the earlier ones, I'm like, I'm not being too vocal. Like the the delivery was like not there. It was yeah. like a little weak. So that's that's a big thing for sure. Yeah, no, I know that even when I would record a movie or something, whether it was in my room or something, you, you'd be quiet and yeah, you don't yeah. want anyone to hear what yeah, you're exactly. saying or yep. anything like that. Because mm-hmm. it's a sense of kind of you, you even though you, it's your family and it's a direct family and they're not going to judge you you, mm-hmm. you have that kind of automatic feeling like you're going to get judged for something or something yeah. weird you know what i'm yeah. saying another big thing is too is like whenever i get like friends on the mic to like try it out and like hear themselves it's like that first instinct when you first start doing it is like oh i hate my voice you know what i mean yeah so that's like a big barrier to get get like over um just when you start off at least like now it just doesn't matter at all but like when, like I said, when like when Shane gets on the mic, he's like, "Oh shit, turn the, turn that voice off. I don't want to hear myself." I, was I, like, definitely, <laughs> I definitely was not a. I was not aware of the difference learning to sing if you do it with the auto tune on when you're going. It's yeah. Like, I mean, he can touch into that more, but it was just totally different for me. Like, cause I thought like my voice singing on my own not good more like i just knew my voice but as soon as i sang with the auto-tune on i was like mm. this is garbage it actually like made it worse in my own mind but it's like there's a difference in the singing with it, it. yeah it's a big misconception where it's like you put auto-tune on and you'll sound like amazing it's like you have to if you don't know how to use auto-tune and you put it on you're going to sound way worse than you would without it so yeah. it's like there's a way to sing without auto-tune and there's a way to sing with auto-tune you kind of have to just figure that out i guess over time uh-huh being at college, you're—I don't know if Snooze considered Manchester or Hooksit. I think it's literally like half the half the campus is in Manchester, half is in Hooksit because I think the main road divides it. Yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> what, what are your What are your thoughts on kind of Southern New Hampshire in general, Manchester, the whole area? So I live in Drake, Mass, which is like, like my backyard's in New Hampshire. Like that's how close I am to the border. So uh-huh. pretty much everything I do like revolves around New Hampshire. I'm, I'm, when I have my own house, I'll definitely live in New Hampshire. Like it's definitely my favorite state. Like overall, is it? Yeah. Manchester in general, what are your thoughts on that? Manchester, I haven't really spent much time in until I went to college, so I didn't really know much about it. Um, it's a cool city. 
I, yeah. I don't really have like any big opinions on it, to be honest. Yeah, no, uh, I'm only asking just because we, we focus kind of on figures in Manchester, people in the yeah. southern New Hampshire area mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know, there's a lot that goes on. There, there gets a lot of kind of... It's a bad rap sometimes. It, yeah, yeah, it does get a yeah. bad rap. I don't know if you saw the guy. Uh, there's some guy in Mass that makes TikToks and he gave Manchester. I think I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave Manchester a bad rap, but yeah. it's one of those things where there's a lot of bad publicity and there's not as much. Like you know, that's our goal is mm-hmm. bring on people that are in Southern New Hampshire, Manchester area, yeah. and kind of show some limelight onto the positive people yeah. that are doing I something mean, cool. Even with the four years that I've, I've been on campus, I've definitely seen like the the city improve itself. You know? Yeah. I mean? No, absolutely. And yeah, and there's obviously bad parts about it, but it's just it just comes with what it is. You know what I mean? It's not like I live in Lowell. Lowell I feel like Lowell is way worse, even though it's a little smaller. It's yeah, pr- pretty trashy, but it's yeah, it's, it definitely gets better. And like everywhere, it has good places and bad places. Good things about it, bad things about it. Yeah. Um, kind of hopping back into your music. Um, you kind of <laughs> talked that like when you're like writing your songs, like it's like your journal. Yeah. Uh, so like, is music there? Like writing songs, is that like therapeutic for you? Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. 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 Can you talk to him? Yeah. If, if yeah, if I have like a bad day, you know, what I mean, I'll I'll get on there with like a really sad guitar loop and just belt it out. Um, sometimes like lyrics will come really easy depending on how I feel or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it takes a little while, but um, yeah, for sure. And this. Um, yeah, kind of. How do you deal with like writer's block, even too? Like, do you... writer's block sucks, and I don't really understand it. To be do honest, do you have it? Some... Oh. oh yeah, for sure. I'll like I'll make a I'll make a project like a massive album, and then usually happens right after an album too. I'll just go like two months without being able to create anything, and like I'll try so hard to create shit, and like just it'll just come out like absolute garbage. So and I don't like it'll just be a certain amount of time, and then like with a click, it's just back. It's so weird. Really? Yeah. Is there is there anyone who helps you through it, or is it? I don't really know if there's a way to help, to be it's honest. Yeah. It's when Peter gets in the shower. It's kind of the joke. Yeah. He has a friend where when he's like bad writer's block, some days his friend will be like, you need to write music, and he just goes and will like yeah. hop in the shower. It's this man takes long ass showers, too. He's in there for like an hour and a half, and I just sit down. There's been a few times, uh, especially last year, because you know, we lived in like a double room. He had to leave to go to the shower and then come back, and he would just be like, you just tell me, be like, I'd be working on a beat, but I'm like, oh, I can't write anything. He's like, well, I'm going to take a shower. You better have a full song done when I get back. And then he comes back and I have a full song done. So <laughs> <laughs> when you first, when you first got to college, was there like a nerves? Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to create music, having a roommate in. Yeah. There's definitely those questions too. Yeah. And I, I didn't really know like anybody when I came to this college. So I, I went random my freshman year, so I didn't know my roommate at all. Um, but he was chill with it. He was like, he was like really into, what do you like? He was like a big, uh, big Eminem guy or something. No, big Juice World guy, something like that. But he was wicked chill about it. I just told him, like, you know, you're in a room with four walls and his bed's right behind where I record. I was like, yo, I'm gonna record. Can you like shut up for half an hour? And he's like, okay. He just sits on YouTube or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like singing in silence. So you kind of overcame that 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 barrier of you know other people listening to you. Yeah, I mean, something. it definitely depends who it is, and you have to respect their space, obviously, too. Yeah. Um, so just creating those boundaries, I guess. You smoke I, weed? I do not. No? Nope. I know a lot of people, like, uh, you listen to people talk, and they're like, oh, I smoke weed. It helps me get Oh, yeah, people creative. straight up look at me after I make music and be like, you're a pothead, right? I'm like, no, I don't smoke at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, some people think that that's what they need to be creative, and yeah, no. obviously through you, that's not true at all. Yeah. Only one time that twisted tea, aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> I have been tipsy or drunk in recording things. That's That always happens, but uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, but no, not into weed at all. Nah, not really. Yeah. No, I, I think that's kind of a, 
it's nice when you don't have to rely on something to give you some creativity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing against weed or my friend smoking. It's just more of, more of the fact that like, I know a lot of people will smoke weed and it'll just become like a couch potato for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? Just like, even though it's not addicting, like it just becomes part of their life and I don't want to be like dependent on that or whatever. Yeah. No. I know it makes you like lazy and stuff. I'd rather be like active and doing shit. Yeah. No, I can see it with you too. You have that kind of mindset where, you, you know, when you, you like to, you stay motivated to keep going and it's not like yeah. uh I, I find that too we have you know everyone knows someone who smokes a lot and it, yeah they don't have that motivation to kind of go above what other people are going above yeah uh, but no like what eddie was saying inspiration wise um so i would i do have some big inspirations but at the same time it's like so i'd say a few big ones are like um I'd say like Ian Dior, Juice World, you know, all like all like the big people um, in the hip hop industry. But I, I do see Ian Dior and yeah, in the music. And I get I get like people will say I like sound like certain people, and like I don't really know how to take it. Like I think I've heard three different times that I sound like Post Malone, and I'm like, whoa, back the fuck up! I don't think I sound like <laughs> Post Malone, but um, I do take inspiration from a lot of people. Um, but it's not like. I don't tailor my music around how they make music. You know what I mean? I might take bits and pieces of like how they do certain little tiny pieces, but it's like at the end of the day, I don't like, I listen to music to listen to music, not to figure out how they made it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I don't just want to like rip off. You know, like everybody hates it when, when, you know, there's a, there's a person that's just like sounds just, just like Playboy Cardi that's like making music. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, no different, like different style than that person. Okay. I would say the genre one's a big thing. Like you mentioned earlier on, is like, like I don't really have a set genre. I feel like most artists do, and I like that because it gives me a lot of like versatility. You know, I can make whatever whatever I'm feeling. I don't have like I don't have like boundaries of what I can do and what I can't do, and that's that's expected. You know, people don't expect me to make a certain type of genre now, um, so that's good. It's also um, oh, what was the other one I was gonna say? I don't know if you notice this, but I don't swear at all in my songs. Not a single one. I'm trying to think of it. No, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't hear any, no. Is just, that like a, is it because of the Catholic thing? No, nah, no. Nah, I don't really know why I do it. I just like started doing it. And I, at the end of the day, I, I feel like I don't really need to. And it's like, it's also like, I feel like artists will kind of use swears to just like fill up space. Yeah. And like, I'd rather use that space with my lyrics to like actually say something, I guess. Yeah. So is that a big thing when you're writing? You just like. It's not, it's not like a problem when I go writing. Like it doesn't even like happen. Like my, my brain just like tunes out those words. Would you ever curse in a song or no? I would. Yeah. If I feel it's necessary to like, to like make a point or whatever. I don't know, but it's like, it's one of those things I don't even like think about. Like there's not really a big reason why I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I, I, I swear quite often just in general, but I yeah. feel like sometimes it's. Oh, I feel like I do too. Like when I'm not making music. Yeah. Like all yeah, the time. But I feel like it's one of those things where <clears throat> even from a professional standpoint, I mean, we're professionally questionable, so we'll fucking swear when we want. To say. <laughs> but, but when when you're making something like music or something, it yeah. it does. There is a sense of kind of unprofessionality. Is that a word? But but I, no, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah, but like when when you hear a bunch of swears and stuff, you're like, sometimes mm. people don't take someone as serious because they yeah. hear them swearing. It's definitely a stigma too that like is is changing over time. Because yeah. you can definitely see that like becoming less of an issue, I guess you could say. But um, another big thing is too is like, if all my songs on the radio, might as well just make them clean so there doesn't have to be clean edits. Yeah, yeah. and so your family, like, you could have like Aunt Judy listen to them and not yeah. like yeah. freaking out on you at Thanksgiving or something. I mean, if, if that were to happen, I did swear. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, that, that wouldn't stop me from doing it. But yeah, uh-huh. it's kind of funny to think about that. Not one song that you've released has that E next to it, that explicit E. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> actually, no one one does because I did a remix with like. 
two of my two of my like uh, buddies who make music as well, and like one of them sweared, but it's like just it's, dropping f bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's not me. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, no, you're... What opportunities have been brought to you through this whole making music, producing your own music? Have you had a lot of opportunities so far, and what what ones are you expecting to come in the future? Um, opportunities. I don't really know. In terms of that, I feel like the opportunity to get, I would say, I would say to get a lot of feedback because that's like a really cool thing for me is just like being able to take in what people think, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I'm not one of those people that like, I want to surround myself by yes men or anything like that. Like when I, when I go up to like Shane, for example, I'm like, Hey, listen to the song and he tells me it's absolute dog shit. I'm not going to be mad. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like oh shit. That's, Joe that's, definitely does not that's hold good back. Point. Yeah. I like, I like critics around me, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. I want to know what people think. Because it's one of those things where, like, if I make a song, I'll think it's wicked good, and then somebody else will hear it and be like, nah, I don't really, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. and everyone does have their style, but at the same point, you just yeah. let a bunch of different people listen mm-hmm. to and hear the feedback. But it's good to take that in, and sometimes it affects whether I drop it or change something or not, and sometimes I drop it anyways because I'm like, okay, maybe you don't like it, but I really fuck with it, so I'm going to drop it anyways. And have you met other musicians in through this whole process yeah for sure it's it's definitely something that just comes with doing it and like promoting it and stuff like that um i've been connected with a lot of people that make music um first like i would say the the person that i made like that i've collabed with the most is this kid who was he's older than me he's a few years older than me but he i got to know him because he was my friend's driving instructor and he like put me on Uh and we've made like six songs or something like that so that's funny same kind of style as you uh, he's a little different, but he he fits songs uh, that I made. So every now and then I'll be like, I'll have an unfinished song and be like, Yo, you want to hop on this? He's like, Sure. Yeah. So that, that's cool. No, I like I like the the fact that, and it's always one of those things where whatever you do, the more you make it, the more kind of outreach you'll get, and it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a tree growing. Br- uh, roots where it's just gonna keep moving further and further out yeah. as you do it. That's really fun to watch too, and it's like. I would say now, like, I finally got to a point where I have a consistent, um, like, cons- consistent following where, like, obviously I, I promote a lot and put money into into pushing songs when I release them, and I can get a decent amount of streams, but, like, as opposed to a few years ago, if I did nothing to promote right now, I still know that, like, 100 people are still going to listen to my music every day or something like that, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's not, it's it's cool seeing that because that didn't used to exist, you know, before it was just my friends, but now it's actually, like, outside of the friend group so that's really cool have you had any like fans come up to you say something to you that really like impacted you or oh for sure um i would say more on like social media than like in person yeah yeah, um like dms and like texts stuff like that after this album like i've gotten the most feedback like instantly ever and everybody's just like saying bunch of crazy shit far have you met anyone that has a really big following at all uh i haven't really met anybody in person i've definitely had like some dm interactions with like uh, people like those this uh, producer. I don't know if you guys know the YouTube Trap Nation. Have you ever heard yeah, of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was like, like I said, I was really into that when I started. And like one of those producers that had songs on Trap Nation, because it's like a collective group. So yeah. it's like a bunch of producers put their songs on there. And one of them that I like really fucked with, I like, I DM'd him one day. And his name's uh, Jordan Camoli. And I, I made a song like a long time ago. It was called 
I called it Jordan because like he was the inspiration for it. And I sent it to him like, yo, you inspired me to make this. And he like, he actually like reached out and he was like, this is awesome, dude. I love it. Like keep grinding or whatever. Man was like verified. And I was like, I was like going crazy. Cause like, that's when I first started doing shit. And I was like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. It's, it's the, we, we talk about it kind of almost every episode, but it's, you hit singles. You don't have to hit a home run every single time you're up to bat. Mm. The singles that you hit will automatically keep bringing in runs overall. Yeah like a baseball game. So yeah. it's, it's those kind of small things where it gets you that positivity to go back up at bat and do the same thing over again. Mm. Sometimes you'll hit a double, sometimes you'll hit a triple, yeah. and then a grand slam at some point, you know? Yeah, for sure. But time of the year-wise, do you find yourself, are you making more? Personally, for me, I'm like, the summer's more fun for me. I feel like if I was a musician, I'd be making more music in the summer just because the vibes are better and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, definitely make more music in the summer. But that doesn't mean like it comes out in the summer, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'll make a lot and then I'll come out like in the fall or whatever. Um, but I would say, yeah, I make a lot of music. I would, I think I average like two albums per year, which is pretty good. Really? With like a, a few singles dropped in there. But like I said, I've just been doing a lot of albums. Like I'll, I'll do like two singles and then I'll like start making an album. And it kind of happens by accident when I just have like three songs that have like a theme to them i'm like shit i gotta i gotta make eight more of these and put it out uh-huh. but it's just tiring because like people people wait for music and i like have this whole project so it's just kind of like i rather just take a break from that and just do singles so like it's more consistent and yeah yeah you don't have to wait and put keep putting together yeah i feel like even with this the consistency like that's why we're stacking up so many episodes beforehand mm-hmm. it's just consistency yeah of course you're gonna keep people more kind of they're not gonna all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, I forgot he makes music. Oh yeah, I forgot they do a podcast. Yeah. You know, what and I it's the same thing too. It's like it's algorithm based, so it's like exactly. if, if you're consistent with it, it's going to help you out. Whereas if you put a song out and then you take two months off, it's going to hurt you in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. If it was a once or every three weeks thing for you or something, where it's yeah. same day, same time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think a lot of people get conf- <laughs> not confused, but they don't know. Like even work curious. Like getting. I know you said you get paid off of like whatever money it is, but. Yeah. How does that even work with... So I can break that down a little bit. Um, It's really shitty. You're not going to like it, but it's so... for It's different for every platform, um, but the biggest platform that I get the most from and pretty much every artist is Spotify. Um, So for for every one stream, it's 0.003 cents. So if you have a song with a million streams, you're making $3,000 from that. Really? Yeah, so it's it's not that good. (laughs) <laughs> holy cow i never knew i never knew the logistics like yeah. that like i said it very that's like the average for spotify even from that can fluctuate a little bit in spotify everything else is different like apple music pays a little more um and there's also like youtube um like tiktok for example stuff like that so it's a bunch of different like avenues but it's all relatively very low yeah, and yeah. do you are you on all platforms yeah I, I try to like cover everything yeah when i put out music it goes on uh spotify apple music youtube like music, YouTube music, uh, Amazon music, all the big ones. There's uh-huh. also like a million options to choose. Like I think there's like 35 different like streaming services that I could put it on and like half of them I've never even heard of before. Uh-huh. So I don't really bother with like all of them, but there's definitely a misconception where I'll have a song done and everybody be like, oh my God, you're going to drop it? You're going to drop it next week? And they're like, no, like that's not how it works. Like you have to like, at minimum, I have to, I have to plan it out two weeks in advance. And why is that? It. So it's basically there is a review process for music. So if I, if I, I definitely could, like if I have a song done Monday, I could put it out Wednesday. That, mm-hmm. that is an option that won't stop me from doing that. But 
that's the distribution saying yes. That's not the services saying yes. So I can say put it out to the distribution, and then Apple Music, for example, might take seven days to review that. So it, it would just fuck up everything, and that's, that's happened before where I try and put it out so early, and then I'm promoting that whole week, like song drop on Friday or whatever, and then when it's supposed to drop, it just doesn't drop, and everybody's like, what the hell? So oh, that's, that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, there's also other things based around that where it's like you give it time to review and that could get you on playlists for when it releases. Releases, So they'll put you on like the algorithmic playlists or whatever when it comes out, but that needs time for people to review it and listen to it and stuff like that. Is there, is there ever a sense of nerves when, you're, when you know it's about to upload? For sure. Is, is people going to like this? Is yeah. it... I would say not, not, it's mostly just like being overwhelmed with having to push it because like literally the second 12 a.m. comes and I'm dropping an album, I have to like, I have to stop whatever I'm doing, spend those next like two hours just like figuring out like, like put on my story, make a post about it, you know, do all this shit, just like get it out there. And like in, while I'm doing that, everybody's saying like stuff about it or whatever. So I just have to like, those those two hours are like very stressful and exciting at the same time. It's like a weird feeling. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That feeling where yeah. you're, it's a little bit of stress, <laughs> but you know that you're like all of a sudden, it's even sometimes when you post, make a post on Instagram and you're just getting likes and comments on it or something. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where you're doing It's basically something. that, but like, yeah, elevated for me. Yeah, yeah, for exactly. Sure. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, Nathan, what should people be expect? I know we talk singles. What should yep. people be expecting for summertime, for spring? Any shout outs that you want to give yourself, please do. Yeah, definitely some some summer bops, some some like upbeat upbeat songs or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, my my uh, I'm on everything, all socials, just my name. Uh, my last name is spelled H O U D E because most people don't know how to spell that. When it's I a say common it. misconception, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Howd. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like house but with with a D instead of an S. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Thank you so, much. so much. Yeah. It was fun.